Well, you've likely been hearing about this on the news. New information that has been released shows just how many people are leaving B.C. and going to live in other provinces. And we know a lot of people are headed to Alberta. About 13,000 British Columbians decided to pick up and move elsewhere in Canada. These are numbers that go back to July of 2022. And uh, a lot of people, again, have chosen Alberta as their new home. Could be because of the big ad we saw running, the Alberta government running ads, come move to Alberta, come to the opportunities here. But what other reasons are it are there for people deciding to live in Alberta? Well, Chris Brettlinger-Grant is a former CKNW producer who is one of those British Columbians who moved to Alberta, and he joins me on the line now. Chris, great to chat with you again. You as well, Jill. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you were one of the first people we thought of when we saw this story <laughs> and all of the numbers. So how long have you been in Alberta now? Ooh, uh, September 2019. So just over four years and a little bit. Yeah. And when you think back to when you were making that decision, what was it that drew you to Alberta? Uh, the opportunity, really. I mean, Vancouver's a great city. Spent the majority of my upbringing in North Vancouver, Lynn Valley. Loved it so much but just didn't really feel like the place that I grew up had a, had a place for me, right? I was 25 years old. I was working as hard as I possibly could. And every dollar that I had was going to living, basically. And so my girlfriend, now wife, and I uh, looked around and it turned out that Edmonton was exactly what we needed. And we got our jobs and really hit the ground running. And interesting when you say that, and, uh, and again, when those ads were running, I think that was probably after you had left, but this the big campaign that was really appealing to British Columbians to move to Alberta. I, I remember hearing people uh, asking questions about, is it really that good? Can you really be guaranteed that all of these, these things are going to be waiting for you? But it sounds like it, it worked out exactly uh, how you were planning it. It did, yeah. Like, from our situation, we were living at 16th and Arbutus, both working full-time, uh, my wife working two jobs. Uh, we ended up, like, we, we had to live in a share house, basically, with four other people we'd never met before, and still just barely getting by. We moved here, and rents were substantially lower. At first, we moved into a two-bedroom condo. Um, we had roughly the same wages as we had in Vancouver. And then, you know, during the pandemic 2020, we bought a house. So from going to basically the same economic situation in terms of our incomes in B.C. to Alberta, that was such a huge change for us. It was like so much weight left our shoulders. We were able to actually like breathe a little bit and get ahead. And get a bit of space, too, uh, without having to share your living quarters. <laughs> and a dog and, you know, just, just pile on the white picket fence and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Are there things about Vancouver that you miss? Uh, the people, uh, definitely. I would say that between the two of us, 80% of our best friends are still in Vancouver. Um, and of course, the trails and the mountains and the beach is a big thing. You know, I didn't think that I'd miss the water as much as it turns out that I have. But, it, you know, I I would prefer to be a homeowner than to be able to go to the beach every day, right? Like, I, I can I can schedule vacations. And I can do that purposefully without the option of going to Stanley Park. Of course, Vancouver is one of the greatest cities in the entire world. I would love to live there again one day. But I would choose the economic opportunity that's been afforded to me in my mid-20s 
as opposed to the options of all of that green space, all of the activities that Vancouver has to offer right now. Right, right. Do, do you find, though, now when you have vacation time or time off, is, it, or is there pressure from friends and family that you always come back to BC and spend that time here? <laughs> um, there, there's a lot of pulling. Um, <laughs> in, in our circles, a lot of people have also moved away. So it's not always going back to Vancouver. We go to Australia. We're going to Toronto in January because some of our friends who were in Vancouver just happened to choose Toronto instead, you know, the outskirts of Toronto. Sure, there's always going to be that pressure. And, you know, we got married in North Vancouver and it was all great to see all of our people again, especially after COVID because that threw a whole wrench and all the socializing anyway. I, I guess, but, you know, it it's only a 90-minute flight, and it's really affordable, so that's really nice, too. You can really just do a weekend. Right, and that's I was going to ask you that as well, that even though it is a different province, even if something happened or you just had an overwhelming bout of homesickness, you could hop in your car and still be back in Vancouver in, what, 12, 13 hours? 13 hours, exactly. Um, I, my wife and I talked about this during the pandemic, right? She's from Perth, Australia. Good luck getting there. (laughs) If I needed to get back to North Vancouver, 13 hours, it's one road, right? You take the Trans-Canada, I'll be there in 13 hours, just put your head down and do it. It's not like we moved to Helsinki or something like that, right? Like, it is a 90-minute flight, you can drive it, everything's good, right? We're neighboring provinces, It's, it's actually really easy. It was far easier of an adjustment socially than I thought it would be. And I was curious, when you made the decision, did you have kind of second thoughts or were you worried that that you were going to get to Alberta and maybe even even having the house and having a bit of financial freedom that it wasn't going to be all all that it was being sold as? Of course, of course. Yeah, this is before the campaign. This is before the Alberta's calling campaign. I had the benefit of having been to Alberta a couple of times. My mom was from Lethbridge. Um, if anybody's in this spot, like the, the best advice that I could possibly give is go on a fact-finding mission, right? Don't show up in the city you're moving to or the province you're moving to, even country you're moving to. Don't get off the plane and have that be the first time you're ever there, right? Spend a weekend, spend a couple days and figure out if this place is for you. That's the very, very best advice that I could possibly give. And in our situation, fortunate enough to be somewhat familiar with Alberta, obviously in the business that we're in, kind of know about the politics, um, the relationships between BC and Alberta, all that stuff. But it's it's not an alien planet, really. <laughs> so it, it, it's been a really easy adjustment uh, for us. And, you know, politically, a little interesting sometimes, but the people, you know, if, if you're driving around a BC license plate, no one's going to give any problems, right? Sure, if you're a Canucks fan around here, mm wouldn't really advertise that but you know it's it's really good people here too and how did you choose was it work that kind of led the way or how did you choose that you were going to settle down in Edmonton it was work uh so as as you as you know my wife and I are both former CKNW producers uh we cast some lures out there into the universe and uh we said you know the first person who gets something done like something concrete, that's where we're going to go because it was so difficult for us for a while and so stressful that we decided, like, let's just get a change. She got her answer back first, and it's kind of like you throw a dart at all of Canada, right? And it's like, okay, it's Edmonton. It could have been Halifax. It could have been Barrie. It could have been Lethbridge, wherever. It was Edmonton. And then, fortunately enough, uh, the exact job that I had at CKNW 
uh, had posted their open in Edmonton as well. So I just transferred over and it was kind of some cosmic intervention in a way. It was fantastic. Well, it sounds like it was definitely uh, the right decision for, for both you and uh, for your wife. So I'm, I'm guessing that the, the news out or these numbers that have been released showing that there have been a lot of people moving from BC, BC to Alberta uh, probably doesn't come as a huge surprise to you. No, zero surprise. Zero surprise whatsoever. BC is absolutely fantastic. As I said, I'd love to live there again. But, you know, with the interest rates we're seeing, with everything that's going on right now, and with people's personal finances, any advantage that you can get, um, I would encourage anyone to, to obviously take that. And the campaign has been very successful, right? You've seen it all around Vancouver. We've seen photos on social media in Toronto. The government of Alberta, give them credit, they targeted some of the, some of the highest stressed areas financially. And, uh, and the young professionals, just like my wife and myself, uh, though we did it a little bit earlier, it's definitely something to consider. And, uh, uh, you know, great job by them. Uh, it's not a secret anymore, I guess. And uh, everybody out there listening, all your listeners, it's not like you're moving to Siberia, right? It's, it's a perfectly fine place. You see those, those shots on Hockey Night in Canada. I had some trepidation. You know, you think about what Edmonton is, northern Alberta. It's really, really not that perception. It's a, it's a, it's a very reasonable place to live. Almost a million people in Edmonton. I, I really can't say enough about it in our experience here. All right. Well, it sounds like you are doing great and uh, having a great time in Alberta. Chris, we'll leave it there, but it was great to catch up with you today. You as well, Jill. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too.